All right, we're back here on the Carolina Outdoors where your host, Wes Lawson, right there, Bill Barty, right here, come in to break down different segments for your listening pleasure, hopefully bringing you information that allows you to enjoy what we enjoy, our Carolina Outdoors. We hang our hat through the week outfitting people uh, near and far at Jesse Brown's Outdoors. You can follow us on Facebook, also Instagram, and check us out at jessebrowns.com. It's exciting what we do, Wes, mm-hmm, but it is. this is the highlight of the week for, for us, I, I would say. It is, especially when we get to share some stories and some tips and tricks that are going to get people outside enjoying the Carolina outdoors. You know, Bill, we are, um, as people, and maybe even as a shop, as Jesse Brown's Outdoors, sort of by default dog people. We're pet people, um, and Getting outside with your four-legged companions is, depending on who and where, either a whole bunch of fun or it's a little stressful sometimes. <laughs> but, you know, I've hiked with dogs. I've camped with dogs. I know people who will go nowhere near such a thing. Have you ever taken any of your canines in the great outdoors beyond the farm? You know, like one time, one time, and it was stressful. It was yeah. more work, and it is um, something to note of course because with your animal with your pet comes a lot of responsibility with that uh, keeping keeping it clean mm-hmm. you know um, we talk a lot of times here on the program about uh, leave no trace yep. that would go the same with your dog Absolutely. as you were out there uh, also uh, being wary of leash uh, keeping your dog uh, on a leash uh, carrying water food mm-hmm. Uh, being mindful not only of yourself here in the summertime, but also being mindful of of your dog in the heat and keeping them hydrated and not overheating and all of that. But a lot of joy can come, mm-hmm. at least from what I hear. And from what I hear comes from an article that we oftentimes refer to this periodical, Blue Ridge Outdoors. Mm-hmm. And we've spoken to our upcoming guests before as well about articles in there. And right now we're going to learn about what she learned in hiking with a pet. We're going to bring her on right now. She's freelance writer Ellen Kanzinger. Welcome to the Carolina Outdoors. Thank you all for having me again. Well, how did we do on that? Uh, we noted the responsibilities that come come out there as far as keeping things clean, minding leash laws, proper trail etiquette as as yielding to those on horses, making um, uh, horseback riders, equestrian aware that there's another animal there as well. All those responsibilities, Ellen. But that's really not what your article delved into. Your article delved into what you learned with hiking with a pet. Can you go into some of the details that you learned personally from this? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like you said, you all covered a lot of those things that, that pet owners need to be aware of. You've got another you know, animal out there on the trail with you, so that is a whole added level of responsibility. Um, but you know, I think for me, beyond learning all of those things about etiquette and, and leave no trace was learning to approach nature in a, in a different way. Um, Oakley, my, my roommate's dog, who I wrote about, is, is, you know, his own 
has his own personality and, and he has his own interests. And so going out on walks uh, or hikes with him, you know, in Shenandoah National Park or um, even just locally around town, um, you know, I have noticed things around me that I don't think I would have noticed if he weren't out there with me. So I've, you know, really started paying attention a lot closer to the things going around me. Um, and it's been really great to watch him. You know, he is very, um, you know, uh, he is influenced uh, by things moving around him. And so, you know, even something like a gust of wind blowing a leaf across the, the sidewalk, he is interested in it and he's moving after it. And so it's little things like that that um, I don't think I paid as close to attention to before he uh, he walked, or I, we like to say pranced, into our lives. Well, let's talk a little bit about, well, I like that. Hey, pranced. <laughs> <laughs> hey, pranced into your lives. I like that. But let's talk about Oakley specifically and Oakley's personality, um, because many of our listeners out there and Wes and I can both uh, attribute to the different personalities personality types that pets and our, our animals can have, what kind of personality, at least in, its, in, in Oakley's natural state, what type of dog is Oakley? That is a very great question um, because Oakley is, um, he's got a lot, of, a lot of different sides to him. He is a natural explorer. He is interested in everything that moves. He wants to smell everything. I think like a lot of, a lot of dogs do. Um, and he wants to do things on his own terms. So he, he wants to be the one to lead. He wants to be the one in charge out there. So that's always interesting, you know, for us pet owners. Um, and, and he, um, you know, loves to have, um, fun. So he loves, um, you know, just having um, the chance to play with other dogs. He loves uh, big sticks. Um, so he's a he's not what a very big dog. He's a he's a heavy dog, but he's not very big. Um, and he likes to find the biggest stick possible and prance around um, with that in his mouth. Um, and we also consider him a little cat like. So he likes to climb on the back of the couch and uh, you know settle by the window and look out you know around his kingdom um, from his perch. Um, so he's got a lot of different sides to him. Um, but he. Uh, you know, as I can looking at him right now, he also loves a good nap in the air conditioning, and that's what he's doing <laughs> yeah. uh, right now on this very humid afternoon. So, uh, I'm gonna translate from Oakley's at home personality, which you just described perfectly. Now, take that personality and take it on a hike, on an adventure in our in our um, Carolina outdoors or beyond. And then what kind of angst or responsibility or added uh, attention did, did you need to give Oakley when all of those attributes you just described are outdoors? There may be other hikers out there. There may be other campers out there. There may be other animal owners out there. Um, how does Ellen and, and your roommate ha- handle Oakley in that where Oakley cannot be in charge all the way? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great question. So I would say that the the biggest thing for us when we're actually out on a trail with him is that explorer mindset that he has. And, you know, whenever we go someplace new where he hasn't ever been before, 
he wants to check everything out. He wants to sniff, sniff everything. He wants to, you know, mark everything. He wants to, um, you know, just experience this new place in his own way. And a lot of times that means that he's tugging on the leash. And, you know, when there are other hikers around, you you want to make sure that you have full control over your dog because you don't you don't know how other people respond to dogs and you want to be respectful of other people who are using this trail. Um, and so we've done some leash training with him. Um, we make sure to bring lots and lots of treats that we know he loves um, so that we can distract him if there's ever a situation where, you know, he's not listening. We make sure to pack lots of extra poop bags so that we're not leaving anything along the trail. And then, yeah, making sure that we're always keeping him on leash um, when we're on a, on a trail um, and uh, making sure that we're being respectful of other visitors. Yeah, I always found er- early on when I was training at one of my dogs, a, a very energetic, highly intelligent cattle dog, that uh, trails were a great place for me to put him on a much longer leash to let him still kind of have his natural inclination to sniff and search and find, but I could still control him. So if somebody else was on the trail or there was something I didn't want him to get, I could have that control. Uh, and I had him in a well-fitted harness, which gave me much more control. It was more comfortable for him. It was much easier for me. And the last thing you want is to have your arm pulled out of socket by a an excited, fluffy friend. Uh, and then I also, you know, I don't use it much anymore, but I used to early in, in the training use a clicker with a treat, um, which would mm. almost always get him back unless he was zeroed in on usually another uh, another animal. So yeah, if you, if you head out on the trail, I think it's really worth uh, reinforcing proper and appropriate training techniques, basic commands, sit, heal, come, whatever, whatever those are that you consistently use, make a huge difference out there because you don't want your dog or whatever we're walking. Could have been the beta fish that you had that you wrote about. You know, it's kind of hard to take them for a walk, but we want our pets to be safe and we don't want to ruin the day for anybody else because though we might identify as pet people, there are a lot of people who, who aren't or they're not your pet's people, which is important to also note. The voice, you hear, the voice you hear right there is Wes Lawson. I'm Bill Barty here on the Carolina Outdoors. Our guest is Ellen Kenzinger. She's a freelance writer who has, I would say, the cover story in the August 2022 edition of Blue Ridge Outdoors. You can access it online, Blue Ridge Outdoors magazine. It'll pop up. Ellen, staying on uh, the topic of you and your hike, uh, your article lists um, a lot of lessons and they are less lessons that remind me, actually, we had a guest here on the Carolina Outdoors from the Appalachian Hiking Club, and we started talking about an up-and-back hike. And uh, mm-hmm. she was a proponent, as opposed to a, um, a, a circuit hike or a looped hike, mm-hmm. it was an up-and-back up and hike. And she uh, talked about how even though it was up-and-back and you may think that you were hiking a trail that you had already hiked, it was a different direction, and therefore it allowed you to see different things. That kind of reminds me of your lessons that you list in the article. Um, will you go through those? And, and I'm going to kick off the very first one. Lesson number one, appreciate the little things. How can, be, how can uh, being outdoors with a pet make you appreciate the little things? 
Yeah. So I think, you know, one of the best examples is, is one that I wrote about. Um, I wrote about how, um, you know, Oakley, living with a dog, you have to go outside um, at times where you might not uh, necessarily have chosen to go outside. So I live in an apartment complex, which means that I don't have a backyard for him to go run around in. And so that means taking him for walks multiple times a day. And so, you know, I've gotten to go on sunrise walks and moonlit walks and walks in the rain and walks in the snow. And, you know, all of these times when usually I might be asleep or snuggled up under a blanket. Um, and uh, so I'm going out in these situations where I might otherwise choose not to. And just getting to, you know, experience his love of the snow for the first time uh, this past winter was really exciting because I'm not really a winter person. But getting to walk around uh, in the freshly fallen snow as he was he was literally jumping around, prancing around in the snow. He was so happy. Um, it was just a lot of fun and I think made me appreciate that experience a little bit more as opposed to times in the past where I tend to want to stay inside when it snows out and, um, you know, sip a cup of hot chocolate. So your next lesson was that we're not the only creatures inhabiting this world. And sometimes I think we need to be reminded of that. <laughs> How does Oakley help remind you of that? Yeah, so like I was talking about before, Oakley is very, very interested in everything that moves. And so um, whether it's, you know, tiny little insects crawling around or uh, squirrels and birds, um, you know, scrambling or or flying through the, the yard, he is interested in all of it. And so... You know, I I mentioned this in the article. It's not that I didn't realize, you know, all of the life that is around us before Oakley, but I think you become much more attuned to what's around you. Um, You know, I have to make sure that I'm on guard so that if there is a bird, you know, I have control of him and he doesn't go chasing after it. Or, um, you know, I have to make sure that, um, you know, we're, we're walking in a, in a safe manner and, you know, he's not going to run off on his own, um, you know, chasing after something. So it's just something that, you know, it goes back to that paying attention to, to little things a little bit is you're, you're a little bit more aware of your surroundings so that you're able to react to your pet and, and the landscape that they're walking in. So Ellen, you talked a little bit about Oakley's energy, Oakley's stature, How long a hike did you go on with Oakley? And that kind of leads to dog lesson number three in your article. How far did you all hike? Yeah, that's a great question. So I would say I believe the longest hike he's done um, with my roommate was about eight miles maybe. Um, So despite him having the legs of a basset hound, he has more than enough energy to, to make up for his short stature. So he, uh, I think if, if un, uh, unleashed, he could go for, for days, but, um, but yeah, he, he has no problem, you know, keeping up um, as long as we make sure to pack plenty of water and, and treats for him. So um, most of our hikes are not that long. We tend to go, you know, between, uh, you know, two to three miles, um, making sure, especially during this, you know, blistering summer heat that we're, we're being mindful of, you know, he's got a, a full uh, coat of fur on him that, that we humans don't have to deal with. So we're, we're trying to be conscious of that. Um, but I think this fall, hopefully we'll get to 
get out and go on some some longer treks um, as it cools down. Yeah, and that led to, uh, uh, of course, one of your other lessons that mentioned in there is check your weather and goes to the rules of being out there with your dog is being mindful of the weather and how your dog is being impacted with that, taking plenty of water uh, uh, and not letting them or yourself overheat while you're enjoying uh, your outdoor adventure. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, um, that weather is important for you too, right? You know, just as we humans make sure that we're packing the right things when we go out, the the same is true for your pets. Um, And as much as Oakley loved playing in the snow this winter, he does not like the rain. Um, He will, uh, you know, purposely walk around paths that are, you know, filled with water. And so we're we're mindful of that, and, and we tend to, um, you know, make sure that it's going to be an enjoyable experience both for us and for him. So, um, you know, just learn those things about your pet. Learn what temperatures they they tend to get hotter in. Learn, um, you know, maybe what times of day or, um, you know, work best for them in, in terms of their energy levels. Um, and that's all part of being a, a pet owner is is learning these things about, about your your four-legged friend and, and, um, you know, trying to give them the best life that they can have. So just a reminder for all of our listeners, keep it clean out there. Pick up after your dog. Follow the uh, leash rules wherever you are. Uh, Be respectful and cognizant of other hikers and other animals, whether it be other pets, uh, whether it be uh, equestrians, horseback, uh, and stay on the trails with your animal and Lastly, bring food, bring water for yourself and for your animal, and um, enjoy your hike. Ellen Kanzinger, we look forward to upcoming articles always from you, as you always have good things going out there, especially adventure and outdoor-related. Thank you for taking some time with us here on the Carolina Outdoors. Thank you all for having me. Hope you have a good rest of your day. You too. Off she goes and off we go. But just for a moment, Wes Lawson and Bill Barty back on the other side. You're listening to the Carolina Outdoors.